I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Okay, so one of the things that Hillary Clinton and the Republican Party have agreed on is that the drug industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the American healthcare industry needs to be reformed. And I think a lot of analysts, especially on Wall Street, were thinking that if Trump won, it would be bullish for healthcare, pharmaceuticals, etc. But now looking at it more closely, it doesn't seem to be the case. Partly because Donald Trump hasn't said anything about this, but the Republicans in Congress have. This is interesting. I've been hearing you talking about this in the newsroom. Pharma isn't just one issue. There's a bunch of different issues. So like some stuff is about if you develop a new blockbuster drug, how long will the patent run and how much will you be able to charge uh, Medicare and the Veterans Administration and private insurers for covering it? And that stuff probably the Republicans are more pharma friendly than the Democrats. There are Republicans in Congress who really wanted to do something about the lack of transparency and the lack of competition. Specifically, when we talk about lack of transparency and lack of competition, a lot of this stuff is surrounded generic drugs. Because people think about expensive drugs being drugs under patent. Only one company is allowed to make them. They charge a lot because it's, you know, it was very expensive to develop and it's very valuable to the healthcare consumer. You also have a, a lot of the stuff like Valiant Pharmaceutical that people have gotten so upset about with the huge price increases. These are generic drugs that theoretically ought to be made by several companies at the same time that would compete on price and drive prices down. And so a lot of the people who have been fighting in Washington to try to actually make that happen have been on the Republican side. It's not only Republicans are for this. They're also Democrats in that position. Um, But so some of the reforms that Republicans are championing might actually lead to lower prices on certain kinds of drugs and lower profits for certain pharma companies, right? Absolutely. And there's actually another set of companies called the pharmacy benefit managers that are also under intense scrutiny from Republicans. And the only pharmacist in Congress is a Republican from Georgia named Buddy Earl Carter. And he's going after the pharmacy benefit manager because they create the formularies that say what drugs insurers will pay for. So a pharmacy benefit manager, to be clear, it's the prescribing and dispensing of, of prescription drugs and which drugs should be used in which circumstance and what's cost effective and what should and shouldn't be approved. It's so complicated that the insurers don't do this themselves. They hire another company to manage just the pharma part of your insurance benefit. Well, some insurers have pharmacy benefit managers within them. There are three top pharmacy benefit managers are Express Scripts, which is a standalone company, United Health, and Caremark, which is owned by CVS. And for the last couple of quarters, we've been watching these pharmacy benefit managers become more profitable than any other part of the business because they're taking fat rebates from the drug companies to keep drugs on formularies. Now, of course, the pharmacy benefit managers are supposed to be watching costs, right? So the so- most the most cost-effective cheapest, the drug that works the best, should be on tier one. Your insurer pays for it. Not as much out-of-pocket costs. You're good to go. The question for Republicans that they've been wrestling with in Congress is, is this incentivizing pharmacy benefit managers to put crappy, expensive drugs on formularies because they're getting fatter and fatter rebates that they may or may not pass on to the customers? Or is this an efficient system that's market-based? This is the thing that I find bizarre about all the, the controversy over pharmacy benefit managers. Is that Basically, the, the, the argument that pharmacy benefit managers are acting badly is that basically they're not putting the interests of the insurer or the customer first. That they are not putting the most cost-effective drugs on the lowest tiers in the formularies so that people get drugs that are 
good and cost effective and that holds costs down and provides care that patients need. Right. So if the pharmacy benefit managers are instead self-dealing and doing things that, you know, that, that make drugs expensive for the insurers, why do the insurers hire them to provide these pharmacy benefit management services? Why is there a policy fix needed for this? Is, is this isn't this just health insurers and pharma companies screwing up and entering into deals that don't make sense for them? I think where the government gets really upset is the fact that Express Scripts, which is the largest PBM's biggest client, is the Department of Defense. And the Department of Defense is not going to run around renegotiating and looking at other customers and other clients. They just want to be treated fairly. What does this mean for for the markets and, and for the industry? So, like, let's say there's a PBM crackdown either by Congress or just, you know, the insurers get better at figuring this stuff out. Obviously, that's bad if a PBM shareholder. What does that mean in the end for pharma? If the PBM system stopped being all dysfunctional, would drug prices be lower? And would prices received by pharma companies be lower? Because it sounds like if one of the things people are saying is just the PBMs are taking a big cut for no reason, getting the PBMs out of the way might lower prices for consumers. It's not obvious to me that it would lower profits for the pharma companies. I think what we're going to start seeing on the Hill is Republicans, one, urging transparency in terms of the PBMs because... And so what does transparency mean? It's like they'd have to publish the list of what they're actually paying for the drugs? Right. What they're paying and then what what the drug companies pay, what they pay, and then what the insurers pay, which are all different things. Um, and that's called the spread. And a lot, a, a couple congressmen on the Hill are really, really mad about it, and they're Republicans. Going forward, that is good for pharma stocks. It's not great for the companies that have these PBMs within them. And that's what you have to watch for. I mean, this situation has gotten so complicated that, you know, companies like CVS have massive PBMs inside of them that are a fat half of their business. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a thing people should understand about, about CVS Caremark. Like, the Caremark pharmacy benefit management business is a really big business. It's not and something that's, bigger. that's, like, just some adjunct onto this retail chain. It's actually, it's like they are a retail and PBM company. Yes, and it's the same thing with United Health. I mean, it is... It's not half and half, but the PBM also is becoming more and more important to the business. So I think that those are those are things to watch. There are PBMs that don't take a price per drug. They just take a flat rate. And I think that that's where Congress is going to want to push this industry. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 